Hello, and welcome to Episode 7 of the God Cells Podcast. I'm Eric Marola, the director of the God Cells Documentary. Since filming the God Cells and documenting my own and other people's treatment experiences in 2016, I have returned each year for my own annual fetal stem cell therapy at M-Cell, making it four annual treatments for me. I am obviously a firm believer. Since M-Cell has been finishing construction on its new clinic in 2019, I've been making many trips to document its process, but I was also at M-Cell with a member of my wife's family for treatment in September. Whenever I am there, I always announce that I will be there in case other Americans or English-speaking people who also want to go wish to be there while I am there. While at M-Cell in September, I met up with Amanda, an American mother of three. Two of her children are twins, Matt and Drew. Over time, Matt's parents noticed he wasn't developing at the same rate as Drew, and Matt was later diagnosed with cognitive issues as well as being on the autism spectrum. Today's episode is a little different than previous ones, where I am also including audio from Amanda's time at MCEL in addition to our conversation. If you are watching this podcast on YouTube, you will also see the video of Amanda and Matt. I will return to MCEL many more times in 2020, as I am working on a sequel to The God Cells, focusing on type 2 diabetes. I had initially wanted to make this sequel about male infertility, as M-Cell has more than a 30% cure rate for this condition. But, understandably, after a year of communicating with couples trying to conceive, none of those couples wanted their story to be on camera, hence my change in direction for the God Cells sequel. I hope you enjoy today's episode with my conversation with Amanda. Um, as the doctor has said before, uh, it contains chromosome cells, which are cells with the unique property to uh, differentiate and into any type of cell that Matthew's body needs. Uh, hematopoietic progenitor cells are the cells that are responsible for the creation of new blood cells and new immune system cells. Um, the third type of cells that is in the suspension are uh, hepatic progenitor cells. Um, the fourth type of cells are endothelial, endothelial progenitor cells, which are responsible for creating new blood vessels, new capillaries, and therefore improving the supply of oxygen and nutrients to all um, cells and organs in the body, uh, including the brain. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, after the IV treatment, uh, you will have some time to rest, and then next up will be the hyperbaric oxygen chamber session. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, thank you for doing this. <clears throat> Obviously, the reason, because um, we haven't spoken since we saw each other in Kiev. So, I mean, we started texting yesterday and we hadn't really had much communication since. And um, I would love to just sort of hear sort of an update. Um, and let me ask you to back up, like, because this, you're an interesting story because you tried this therapy where you thought you had somewhere else. And then if you, if you're okay with talking about this, and then you went Absolutely. to MCEL later, kind of give me the short story of that. Well, you know, we, um, we, we started kind of just looking into stem cells and got in touch with somebody from a different company who sent me an edited version of your movie. And so we went that direction. I don't think that any, I mean, I, I truly believe nothing bad came out of it. Um, but it was just kind of a, you know, 
kind of a nothing burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For a lack of a better word. Um, but I don't think that anything bad came out of it. It just was probably money that was wasted. And that's, you know, is what it is when you have a child with special needs. Um, y- you try to find anything that's going to help them. So, um, and it's shortly after we got back, you know, and I kind of always knew going in, I wanted to go to MCEL, but um, the other location was, was quite a bit closer. Yeah. And, not that the therapy was any cheaper, but just the distance um, from where we live in Boise just made the whole idea of it a lot less overwhelming and, and less expensive. I know. That's unfortunately so, what they bank on. They bank on people from America saying, oh, it's so much closer, and it has the same label on the website, and they think it's the same. But it's it's a bummer. Correct. But it's also the Wild West of stem cells, unfortunately. It is. Yeah. It is. And so, like I said, I don't think any harm came out of it. It was certainly a weird experience. So. <laughs> Um, but that that being said when I came back I went to the MCEL site because I was like okay this is if we do it again I'd like to go this way and that's when you and I started communicating and so I have three kids one with special needs and he's a twin and my husband and I kept just grappling with do we take the whole family overseas? Do just you go? Do just you and I go? Do, you know, and so ultimately, as we kind of, as you and I were communicating, and I just knew, I just had a feeling that that's where I needed to be. My husband was like, you know what, if Eric's going to be there, and you know Americans are going to be there, why don't you take Matt and go this week? And so we kind of just pulled, ripped the Band-Aid off, and I think we only set it up about a month before we left, which I think usually most people do it more than they give themselves more time than that. And just, you know, and then you help me get the hotel and you, you know, just, just having a face that was familiar that could say, hey, you know, you can go here or there and this is how the money works. And just having, knowing you were there was just really nice. And you and I did get to spend some personal time together. Um, but, you know, but also I did my own thing and you did your own thing. So it was just, it was a nice, it was nice to have you there. It just, it was, just com- it was very comforting. <laughs> two-day treatment for my son and and matt is eight now he just turned eight he was seven at the time he is a twin and um, his twin does not have any special needs and then we also have another son who's 11 and he does not have any special needs so we have three three boys we um upon coming back i mean just the things that you notice is and what he he what he suffers from is he's got delay developmental delay and he's on the spectrum. And mm-hmm. I think he's not, the spectrum's so wide and so varied. You know, his, what it really is for him is it's, he can talk, but just his communication is very different. It's either screaming or he'll speak in loops. And if other parents can have a kid that's like that, they'll understand. But he'll say the same thing. He doesn't say it over and over and over again. Like he'll say the same thing. And then 15 minutes later, he'll say it again. <laughs> you know, yeah. like whatever he's choosing to say that's what he says every time he chooses to talk. But it's not like it's just this constant. But, you know, you do just have the same conversations you feel like over and over and over again. And so it's, you know, him taking in information, processing it, and then putting it out is really where he struggles. Um, and so, and, and he'd been able to stay in his first grade general education classroom, but being behind, he had a lot of support, you know, bef- right before we left, school had started because it starts here in August. And when they jumped to second grade, 
he just really didn't make that jump over the summer. I mean, he was already delayed, and they moved forward. And the school had kind of said, we don't really have the support for him anymore. You know, we think that maybe you should look at other options. So, so that's kind of where our baseline was when we went to Kiev, is just that we're dealing with developmental delays and communication, struggling, reading was way behind for a first grader. I called it like emotional impulse control, where you just would like go from like zero to screaming in a heartbeat. And, you know, a lot of, one way it was explained to me is like, if you think about it, you are outside in the heat and you're in your mind, you're like, okay, I can stay calm because I know in five minutes I get to go inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas Matt, he doesn't have that ability to control that impulses. He just goes from like, uh, you know, zero to, ah, because he can't, you can't monitor that. Okay, just stay calm until things change. Just and that's part of I think the ADHD that he's got diagnosed as well. So, so that that's kind of what we were dealing with when we went. And since we've come back, you know, the things that we've noticed were, were what three months yep. post is he's still screams. I mean, he's still, and I know that that's just from frustration. He's very hyper, but I know that that's just a reaction of getting cells because if you really think about it that's just just energy that's being put into him healing energy yeah but he what we noticed this last week and it just happened over thanksgiving is that he's choosing to spell things like he'll say grandma do you spell that and then he'll try to start spelling it out and he often misses the vowels you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like g-r-d-m you know right. it's like okay well let's let's sound it out and if i sound it out for him then he'll spell the whole word the whole word. So grandma, he's been asking, girl, do you spell that G-R-L? Okay, well, let's listen for the vowel. You know, summer, winter, our nanny's name is Grace. He's learned how to spell that. That's all happened this week, which has just been amazing because it's, it's new. Yeah. And those new things are exciting. And so that's, and that, that's when I reached out to you. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, we've seen little improvements, but this was like a week of like, oh, my gosh, did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you see that? <laughs> and, and that's pretty exciting. So we have been seeing that fun. He's reading way better than before. And I've kind of noticed that over the last month. And even though he does talk in loops, there's has some variation to him. Mm-hmm. And when you, once again, for any parents to kind of, have a child that does the same thing when they say the same thing every time they talk when when it's even a little different you notice because sure. you're, just, you're just so used to it being the exact same thing and and then the other thing which i noticed i noticed it more you know it, this i noticed maybe even a month ago or two months ago is his personality has come out a little bit whereas before i felt like you'd be like how was school matt and he'd be like fine school was good you know, just very canned answers that he knew this is how I'm supposed to answer this question. He's kind of learned. Mm-hmm. Whereas now there's inflection, there's personality. Even sometimes he'll, like, give me a funny, sarcastic face, you know, which you're like, oh, my gosh, that's great. You know, that's in the moment. That's that's <laughs> communication. So those, those kind of things have been awesome. And then we we traveled for Thanksgiving. So a lot of this kind of happened over Thanksgiving. We traveled, we live in Boise, and we flew into Las Vegas and then drove to St. George, Utah, and had a really nice trip. There was nothing that was crazy. I mean, we still had meltdowns, but there certainly have gone down. And then when we flew home, we had a five-hour delay in Vegas 
mm-hmm. which is a horrific airport <laughs> to have a delay in with a child with special needs because you've got people, you've got you know slot machines, you've got noises, you've got lights, and he did amazing. We didn't have one meltdown. We didn't have one screaming fit. And and we all, it was, it was me and my husband, my three kids, and my mom, we all got on the plane and we're like, all the kids did amazing, but holy moly, we couldn't have done that a year ago with Matt. He would have been just, he would have, it would have been um, just such a nightmare. So, so stuff like that, which is just, you know, sometimes in the moment you don't notice until you kind of think back and be like, what would this have been like a year ago? What would this have been like six months ago? And it would have been completely different. And even like yesterday, I'll just go one more. Okay. <laughs> I wrote down all these. <laughs> but we went to a brunch, we go to a Santa brunch every year. And usually it's like, he's up, he's down, he's around, he's, you know, eats one thing and flying around and we have to leave because we're disturbing all these other people that have paid for brunch. And he sat, he ate. I mean, we once again, we all looked at each other. We're like, this is a different kid. So. Wow. So, I mean, obviously you're with him, you know, most of the time. And, um, you know, I guess what I'm getting at is like somebody would say, well, how do you know it's not just, you know, a child getting older? How do you know it's the therapy? Like, what would be your response to that? And that's a good question. You know, I, I think the response to that is I think I think everything helps. I don't think, you know, every little, even if it helps just a teeny bit, I'm going to try it and I'm going to do it. But but we've been doing all those things for years, you know, for three plus years. And we haven't seen an improvement like that. That's just where somebody's just thrived just so quickly, you know, with any of them. And, and actually, we've only told one of his therapists that we went and did this. And all the other therapists are like, oh, my gosh, he did great today. You know, this is the best he's done every week. They've said that since we got back. This is by far the best he's ever done. This, oh, did you see his handwriting? This is his handwriting today. You know, I think every little bit helps, but I just think that the cells have just made him thrive and have just boosted it. And, and you know, I, personally, I think that the cells ha- are healing, whereas I think some of the therapies are, are just trying to help. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're supposed to. That's kind of why I called it the God cells. They're just trying to hone in and regenerate anything that that they think needs regeneration just based on, you know, the construction of Mother Nature. Yeah. And please elaborate more on the therapist because that's that's very interesting because this is a how often does he go uh, Just say, like, pick one therapist. Um, Like, how often does he go to this therapist? Um, Well, he's he he gets therapy every day and he has quite a few therapists. Okay. Um, so, but he, this would be specifically, he sees a private speech therapist one-on-one and a private occupational therapist one-on-one on Fridays, the speech therapist first, and then he goes straight to the occupational therapist and combined, that's an hour and a half session at this location. So it, it, it's those two specifically who only see him once a week for a limited amount of time that are just, so the speech therapist like, well, you know, he doesn't have to wear his weighted vest anymore, and he's sitting at this bigger table, and he's focusing more. I mean, you know, he's he's a kid that gets distracted real easily, so everybody has to redirect him, but, but like, he's redirecting better. He's staying on task. He's using his words more, you know, and then the occupational therapist will come out and be like, okay, his writing is the best I've ever seen. He sat for me. We didn't have to do as many of these exercises to calm him down. You know, so those kind of things and every week they say that this is by far the best this is he did better this week than last week whereas I think prior to the cells it was like okay it was another session see you next week kind of you know right. it wasn't like oh my gosh we're seeing we're, we're seeing improvement 
So, so those would, those would be two specifically that I think, and and probably just the, the, every other therapist he sees, he sees you know three days a week. So that that would be the one that he sees once a week, and they're the ones that are like, oh my gosh, this we're seeing this huge improvement. That's wonderful. That's super exciting. How about like other, um, uh, does, um, does your son like go and like mingle with other kids, like sort of quote special needs and other kids, parents and things like that as well? I'll probably give you a long answer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Um, you know, so he's, he's been in a general education classroom with his brother and, and together they have a handful of friends. So, um, and even like we, we just had a big birthday party and I took eight kids swimming, including my two. So 10, eight year old boys swimming. And I mean, he was just, he's right in the mix. He's, he's playing with them. He doesn't quite have that conversational piece yet. So it's a lot of, Hey, chase me and then run. You know, that's where his, his language is. It's, it's much more physical mm-hmm. than that conversational piece, which is really what I, I'm so excited for when that comes. But when we got back, we met with the teachers again, and they really suggested that we move him schools to a special education program. So since we've gotten back, we've actually made that change as well. We just made that about two weeks before Thanksgiving. And so there he's with special education kids, but he's coming home, and he's like, I talked to Elijah. I talked to Jonathan. I talked to you know, he, he, and he would never say that before, you know. Wow. Um, and the teachers are really saying that he's, He's making friends with them. So I haven't had playdates, and I'm not around their parents as much, but the teachers since his move have said, you know, he transitioned really easily. He fits right in. He, You can tell he's making friends. He's So that, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, yeah. What I was looking for, which you, you already answered this, is that in case there was like other teachers, for example, that also spent daily time and if they've noticed um, something similar to how the therapists have noticed. But it sounds like you, you recently had moved him so there wouldn't be, really be that opportunity for it. it would, it's a whole new set of people. For the comparisons. Yeah. 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 It, we really wouldn't. But like I said, just the fact that he transitioned so easily. And the other thing too is we kind of said, do you want to go back to school with your brothers? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think whatever this transition is, has been a really good situation because he, he's feeling better. And, and it's I think, you know, coming down to his level where he doesn't feel like they're so far ahead, he just checks out, you know. So between the cells and then having things taught at his level, I think he's just really thriving in a lot of different places, which is where, like, spelling comes from, you know. So all of a sudden, you know, we put him in a better situation and gave him these cells, and, and together they're, it's creating a lot of good stuff. <laughs> That's great. I know that um, with the sort of vague term of being on the spectrum, like some uh, kids I've met have been, have like had uh, like, you know, intestinal problems and things like that, which is an interesting relationship to this. Did, did Matt have anything like that before? You know, strangely, he didn't. Okay. Um, you know, our story is that when I had the twins, Matt was always kind of the, um, he ate well. He had really good digestion. He was happy. He was, and, and he's so happy. I mean, you met him. I mean, he's a pretty happy kid. He's just kind of hyper. Yeah, yeah. And, and his twin was like, didn't have to go to the NICU, but like they had to work on him right when he was born for a good 10 minutes. You know, they were kind of like, if we can't get his lungs cleared in this amount of time, we're going to be putting him in the NICU. They never had to. That's his brother, Drew. But he always had digestional issues, always had all these struggles. And so when we when we went to go get them their initial vaccinations, they did not vaccinate Drew and they did vaccinate Matt. That's kind of our story. However, in the process, Matt 
would hit all of his physical milestones way ahead of Drew. And you kind of go back to, all right, well, you have twins, and as a parent of twin, you're always, you know, caution, don't compare them. Mm-hmm. Two separate people. You know, so you kind of have, okay, I'm, not, I'm trying not to compare, but I do have two children here that are, that are the exact same age. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, Matt walked first. Matt never had, even after, you know, being vaccinated, never had a digestion issue. Physically, always hit his milestones first. It was cognitively when Drew would start coming home and talking, and we'd be like, why is Matt not talking? Why is, what you know, and then it'd be like, you know, storytelling. Okay, Matt's not telling us any stories. You know, Drew's not screaming anymore. Matt still is. You know, just, just those kind of things. And so that's, for us, you know, what we, we really don't deal with any of the physical things, which we're very blessed, you know. Yeah. We don't have toe walking. We don't have very much stimming. We don't have a lot of, like, bites on and off. Like, you know, it's really just more a cognitive for us. He's always eaten well. He's never not eaten. He's never pushed food away or not liked a texture or anything along those lines. So we've been very lucky and blessed in that sense. It's truly, like, a conversational, hyperactive, cognitive input-output. You know, that's where he's struggled. Right. Well... What did you think? I mean, like, okay, you're now you're going to go on a plane and head all the way from your hometown to Kiev, Ukraine. Sort of, I would love to hear you sort of your, I know that you already kind of said it was nice to have me there. That's kind of why I like to let people know that I'm there because I know it seems like a daunting experience. But compared to what you thought it was going to be and what it was, I'm curious, just the whole thing, everything from the city to the clinic itself, the, just the overall thing. Um, I would love to hear sort of your take on that. Yeah, I would say from the moment I landed, so the moment I left, you know, I was really put at ease. We, uh, the flight that we took was the first flight in that morning. So we opened customs. <laughs> so <laughs> I was through customs in five minutes. <laughs> nice. Um, so I don't know if everybody has that experience. But um, so, you know, and we didn't check our bags. So we just kind of went right through. There was somebody holding our name as soon as we came out of the gates. We got in their car. He could speak English. Got us to our hotel. We were able to go into our room immediately. Um, I met you. We walked around the city. I, me and my son, you know, I mean, I was always on guard. And, and he tends he, he tends to run and get ahead of me and get really excited. And, and for me, that was the most nerve-wracking because I was afraid he would run and get away from me and I wouldn't be able to speak the language. But as long as he stayed with me, I always felt very safe. You know, the restaurants were very, I mean, we could find places that we could eat um, and then, you know, very accommodating, very reasonably priced. Everything was so reasonably priced. Um, says my dog. <laughs> UPS trucks. Christmas time, right? <laughs> like and, and so, yeah, and then I met this other family that had a son that was a really similar age, and they were at the same hotel. The hotel was great. I mean, it was really, it was beautiful weather. We walked around the square. We bought a few trinkets. I, I, I always felt very safe. It was fun to have some Americans in the in the hotel. The hotel was very professional, um, you know. Overall, and then and then the driver took me right back. And I told people this: he parked his car, he took my bags, he put me in line, <laughs> and he was said, "Here you go, you're in line." Yeah, I mean, I felt I just felt like there was always somebody I could turn to that could speak English and help me every minute I was there. And then the clinic was just so professional. You know, there was interpreters. There were people there that would listen to my story. You know, they'd done all their research that I'd sent them on Matt. Um, 
but they would sit and listen to me. They would talk me through all the tests. They talked. I just, it was, it was an amazing experience. And we certainly um, are planning on going back. We don't know when, you know, for Matt, they said anywhere from like nine months to a year. And I think that's kind of, you know, penciled in tentatively on our calendar when, because we would like to go back. It was such a great experience. And we've seen so many games. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I'm going to be back a lot next year because of uh, finishing up this Spanish documentary and then also working on a sequel revolving around type 2 diabetes. Um, and also my wife's family's from um, Eastern Europe, from Poland, and there's family in Germany. There's always like a reason to be back there. It's the, Eastern Europe has always called me back. It's so so bizarre for like the last you know 10 years of my life. It's amazing. <laughs> or really 15 years now with my wife. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I will say that the hotel gave my son a stuffed animal that is still, he's, he calls it his special white bunny. He sleeps with it every night. Still to this day? Then, to, still to this day. Oh my gosh, that's yes. cute. I remember him it's getting his, that. Yeah, Yeah, it's his senator. And it's, yeah, and the, I think your wife was there. And she's lovely. So please tell her hi for me. I will. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's like I said, overall, it was a great experience. I, you know, our plan now is to, to go back with all the kids so that they can experience it. I, you know, probably only have Matt treated, but, um, but it was great. I would, I would suggest it to anybody. So that's great. I guess it goes without saying, obviously stay in touch and let me know. Cause I think it would be fun too, if it's okay with you to, cause it'll be a year later, do a little bit more filming. Cause I did some filming of Matt, you know, this time and you, cause I'm just kind of keeping it on a hard drive and maybe it'll be kind of great between, uh, you know, between the two be years. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have a record. I would of it. love that. I mean, if, if you are going to be there quite a bit, then we probably would try to base it around a time that you're there. And, you know, honestly, I'd love I'd love to have anybody that ever feels like they are alone dealing with this or, or trying to figure out, you know, if it's right for their son. You know, I've, I've told you, I mean, you can give people my number or, or find a way through you that we can reach out because I wish somebody would have told me about this, you know, years earlier. It was something that we had to research, we had to find, and... Yeah. And not many people really, you know, know anything about it or or support it. And it's really too bad because it has made a huge difference in three months for us. So. That's great. Well, that's why I'm doing this. So that the new you that comes along, you know, listens to this podcast or, you know, sees one of the videos or whatever, you know, to try to solve that problem. So, yeah. yeah. And that's why like, I'm on board for you. Anything I can do to help with that, like I'm in because, you know, because <laughs> we're all just looking for answers and if I can help somebody I, I will that's great yeah if somebody for instance hears this podcast uh, another parents like yourself um, and wants to get in touch with you I'll email you and see if you want to talk to them absolutely absolutely yeah absolutely. it's yeah. good to talk to you Eric yeah. you sound like you're doing well I am I am I'm doing really really well <laughs> good I can... back, in the, back in the sun so. Yeah, it's kind of, it's sunny today, but it's chilly. Um, it's funny, I, you know, living on the East Coast, living in Manhattan for so long. My wife also from Eastern Europe, where I was, I've been pretty used to the brutal winters, but yeah, when it gets down to the 60s, we're like, this is ridiculous. I've got to get my winter jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other uh, 
uh, parent, uh, Mike, um, and you're, you were still talk to his wife, right? Uh, uh, Jax? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. I was actually texting her last night too. Oh, good, good. So, yeah. I think I'm yeah. going to do a podcast with them later in the week. So it'll be kind of fun to have back to back and kind of the relationship with you and them. So yeah, that's great. I'm glad you, that's also why I like telling people that I'm there because you got really fortunate in the sense that there was two sets of parents with the same situation as you. They're there for the same reason. You both are from America. You're like, you guys can always stay in touch with one another and, you know, and, uh, it's just, yeah, uh, yeah it's cool. Our kids were really similar age. We could relate on a lot of things. And I think I said this too. I, when we got off the airplane, I saw them and I, I could tell they were American and they had a son and I had Matt and I said, what do we do now? Cause I was like, if they're here to the Ukraine, maybe they're going to MSL too. And they looked at me and they go, we don't know. And then the whole shuttle filled up and we didn't see each other again until, you know, you, we, you were in our room at MSL and you said, there's some people next door to have a son. And I was like, I bet they were on my airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they said the same thing. They're like, we thought for sure, you know, why else would you come, you know, from New York to Kiev with a child? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You're kind of seeking that same thing. So, um, and they are, they're wonderful and, and they're having great benefits also. And so it's fun to talk to them too, cause we share it with, with each other too. Like, this is happening. Is it happening for you? Or, and their their story's a little different. Everybody's is anyway. So I'm glad you're doing a podcast with them. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All right, you guys. Bye. Check Thank out tomorrow. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah tomorrow. Okay. In tomorrow morning. All right. Well, stay in touch. Thank I will. Yeah, Thank let you me know again. if you need anything, whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Right here, I'm getting them open. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks Seriously. again. Uh, yeah. Pleasure. Yeah. Um, so. Well, and, and so they opened a new clinic. Yeah, yeah, right. They've been working on this thing for four or five years with a brand new lab and like all of this. They got to open a new clinic. I haven't seen it yet. I'm hoping to go maybe in March, uh, but it might not be as late as it might be as late as uh, April, May. I don't really know yet. I don't have a definite. But yeah, new clinic. So you'll have, um, you know, you'll be seeing that if you go back next year. So it's it's like night and day. I mean, somebody was said it looks like something built in Silicon Valley. You know, it's like what is this thing? Holy cow! You know, it's like. <laughs> is it quite a distance from the old one, or do you even? It's, I mean, you would, you know. Yeah, I've been there a few times when it was being constructed because I did some filming like in the process. Just uh, anyway, but to answer your question, yeah, it's a little farther from downtown Kiev. That's the only downside. I mean, when I say farther, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, depending on traffic, each way longer. But the thing is, there's nothing, I mean, you could stay at a hotel near there, but there's really nothing to do. I mean, you're just, you're kind of, lay, you're stuck in a hotel and, you know, but where we're staying, you just have all these great things to see and you can run around and, you know, so. It's so close to everything. I, sh I showed friends pictures and I'm like, look, I would go from there and 10 steps, I'd be here. And they'd yeah. be like, you're kidding, you know? So, yeah, yeah the senator is just, so well placed. Yeah. So, um, so. anyway, well, good. Yeah. Well, thank you, Eric. Yeah. Thank you for everything, and thank you for everything you're doing. Um, yeah. Keep it up, and, it's my and pleasure. if I can help in any way, I will. Well, best to you and your family, and um, you too. Merry uh, well, Christmas. Yeah. Thank you. You too. You too. And we'll stay in touch, and who knows, we might see each other's faces again in Kiev next year. It's funny. I have. I've built so many new friends, created so many new friends like yourself in the states, and we only see each other. Uh, you know. I don't know how many thousands yeah. of miles away, whatever, <laughs> 6,000 miles, wherever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. That's where we all came, That's where everybody can get to. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It beats LA traffic. No, not really, but <laughs> all right. Um, wonderful. Thank you for uh, doing this. Thanks for uh, filling me in on everything. You bet. All right. You take care. You too. That concludes episode seven of the God Sells podcast. 
If you haven't seen my documentary, The God Cells, or other videos I've posted, go to stemcellsmovie.com or ericmerola.com, E-R-I-C-M-E-R-O-L-A.com. As I said, it's not a bother for me to communicate with those who have seen my movie or listened to this podcast that just want to ask me some questions about this journey. If you want to be alerted of my next podcast, sign up to my mailing list at ericmarola.com. If you or a loved one has type 2 diabetes, get in touch. You might qualify for my new documentary where a select number of people will receive this therapy for free in exchange for allowing me to tell your story. Feel free to email me at eric at ericmarola.com. That's E-R-I-C at E-R-I-C-M-E-R-O-L-A dot com. Have a good one.